Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. The Hargan women seemed to have it all. We were blessed. My mom was amazing. But detectives would soon discover... Inside the house, there were the bodies of two women. A story of betrayal you would struggle to believe if it wasn't true. I am just praying to God, this is a sick joke. From 48 Hours, this is Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings, wherever you get your podcasts. Prepare to enter a world where fairy tales do exist, and Once Upon a Time is closer, darker, and more dangerous than you imagined. Today's episode comes from the new ParCast original series, Fairy, available exclusively on Spotify. Fairy follows the investigation of Ryan Bailey, a young woman who saves a man's life and is thrust into a secret world of mythological creatures called fairies. If you like what you hear, be sure to follow Fairy free and only on Spotify. I'm going to ask you a sensitive question. You're the radio woman? The existence of fairies has never been a question. The answer is no. They're real. You didn't let me ask the question. Very real. So, what am I looking for? There's something going on out there at night. In those woods. Anybody who started to ask questions later on was either permanently silenced or encouraged to be silent by the evidence that others were being systematically permanently silenced. What would fairies really look like? Really look like? What I'd like to know is, why did you bring her to me? Me. Would they look more like us? Spiteful, malignant, deadly, deadly, deadly. Wikipedia defines a fairy tale as a type of short story that typically features folkloric fantasy characters and usually magic or enchantments. Fairy tales may be distinguished from other folk narratives such as legends and explicitly moral tales which include things like beast and shape-shifting fables. The term fairy tale is also commonly used to describe something blessed with unusual happiness, as in fairy tale ending. A fairy tale, or fairy story, is not only untrue, but could not possibly be true. Fairy tales take place once upon a time, not here with us, and definitely not right now. But what if there was something else? A very different kind of fairy tale. A darker, more sinister story. 
A story about a world behind, beside, or beneath our world. A world of shadows. A world teeming with a different kind of life. An ancient world filled with others. And what if there had been an organization as old as the modern world itself, perhaps even older, dedicated to protecting these others? An operation that would eventually mature into a covert arm of what we now call the Environmental Protection Agency. A group that operated so far underground that, outside of a few whispers at the bar after work, when guards were way down and bottoms were way up, no employee of any contemporary governmental agency had ever met one of this organization's operatives. And what if this ancient and highly secretive organization had been called many things throughout history, but was, allegedly now, only referred to as the department? This story begins on the day I met one of its former operatives. The day I accidentally saved his life. Fairy is a ParCast production, available exclusively on Spotify. From the Public Radio Alliance in Minnow Beats, Wales, you're listening to Fairy. I'm Ryan Bailey. Stay with us. So, what do ancient fairy tales have to do with a potentially mythological underground faction of the EPA? Well, that's one of the reasons we're here. I was approached by two producers from the Public Radio Alliance after they read my story, a story I'd recently published on a deep web forum blog. The Public Radio Alliance produced documentary podcasts with a very unique focus. They don't shy away from certain subjects, subjects like a mysterious and potentially deadly alternate reality game, a mythic and possibly alien section of the forest in the Pacific Northwest, or an ancient secret arm of the Environmental Protection Agency that may have been operating behind the scenes for centuries with a focus on hiding and protecting fairies. The last bit was the subject of the story that I'd written that eventually led to this podcast. Now, before we meet that subject, the man whose life I saved that day, I have a few things to say about the word fairy and how that word and world are related to this podcast. Chances are you have your own history with the world of fairy tales. Maybe it was a story your parents read to you from a colorful picture book after they tucked you in at bedtime, or the warm technicolor comfort of Walt Disney movies like Cinderella or The Little Mermaid. Chances are you're not familiar with the originals, the darker versions of these stories. 
take Cinderella, for example. In the Disney version, she's a kind and beautiful young woman helped by cute, culturally ambiguous mice and sweet dress designing birds. But in the original tale, by the brothers Grimm, things are a bit different. My grandmother read all kinds of these more realistic stories to me when I was a kid. They were terrifying. I've asked my friend and fellow Public Radio Alliance producer, Nick Silver, to read a couple of brief excerpts from the original version of Cinderella. From Cinderella by Jacob and Wilhelm Grimm. No one shall be my wife except for the one whose foot fits this golden shoe. The two sisters were happy to hear this, for they had pretty feet. With her mother standing by, the older one took the shoe into her bedroom to try it on. She couldn't get her big toe into it, for the shoe was too small for her. Then her mother gave her a knife and said, Cut off your toe. When you are queen, you will no longer have to go on foot. The girl cut off her toe forced her foot into the shoe, swallowed the pain, and went out to the prince. He took her on his horse as his bride and rode away with her. However, they had to ride past the grave, and there on the hazel tree sat the two pigeons crying out, Rook de goo, rook de goo, there's blood in the shoe. The shoe is too tight, this bride is not right. Then he looked at her foot and saw how the blood was running from it. He turned his horse around and took the false bride home again, saying that she was not the right one and that the other sister should try on the shoe. She went into her bedroom and got her toes into the shoe all right, but her heel was too large. Then her mother gave her a knife and said, Cut a piece off your heel. When you are queen, you will no longer have to go on foot. The girl cut a piece off her heel, forced her foot into the shoe, swallowed the pain, and went out to the prince. Things didn't work out well for the second stepsister either. After Cinderella finally gets her feet into those slippers, the story continues. When the wedding with the prince was to be held, the two false sisters came wanting to gain favor with Cinderella and to share her good fortune. When the bridal couple walked into the church, the older sister walked on their right side and the younger on their left side, and the pigeons pecked out one eye from each of them. Afterwards, as they came out of the church, the older one was on the left side and the younger one on the right side, and then the pigeons pecked out the other eye from each of them. And thus, for their wickedness and falsehood, they were punished with blindness as long as they lived. It's the same with the Little Mermaid. In the end, she chooses to become sea foam rather than make the choice to give up her legs or tail. And there are other stories, tales of cannibalism, like Hansel and Gretel, characters being burned alive, sewn into a canvas sack with rocks and tossed into the sea. 
and other tales, even darker still. Ancient eldritch tales of what lies on the other side of the veil between our world and the other place. You won't find these stories in Grimm's fairy tales. In order to find these stories, we're going to have to dig a bit deeper, go a bit further, embrace the darkness. It is within this world, the world of these rare and ancient tales of fairy, that we begin this podcast. Throughout this series, we'll likely return to some of those ancient tales of fairy. But right now, as promised, we're going to meet the person who started me down this road. We're going to meet Elliot Waters. Are you comfortable? I'm good, thank you. Elliot Waters is tall and thin. He's never hunched and always appears relaxed, although I suspect that's not often the case. At least, not these days. Thank you so much for doing this. How could I say no? But you do know that you could have said no, right? Of course. Are you sure? Absolutely. Yes. I'm happy to be here. Great. So could you please briefly describe how the two of us met for our listeners? Well, okay. So about six months ago, I was on my way to work when I was almost killed by a bus in the middle of an intersection. I stepped into traffic and you pulled me out of harm's way. You still suffered a separated shoulder. Better than the alternative. Right. Of course. So, let's get back to that intersection. Okay. When you were crossing the street... Yes? You were crossing against the light. No, the light had changed. It was green. And, as you know, that's where our two stories diverge. Yes. My memory of the event is that you stepped out into the intersection against the traffic while the light was red. I understand that's your recollection, yes. But you remember it differently. I do. And now, I know we've had this discussion off the air, but for our listeners' sake, I'm gonna ask you a sensitive question. The answer is no. You didn't let me ask the question. No, I was not then, nor am I now suicidal. Okay. So what happened? Mr. Waters? It was a changeling. What do you mean, a changeling? I mean, a changeling interfered with my interpretation of reality. Could you expand on what you mean by interfered with your interpretation of reality? It made me believe that the light had changed. That the light was green and that it was safe for me to cross the street. And this is where things begin to change. <laughs> 